On today's show, Luka Doncic just owns 2022, ends the calendar year with another 50 burger. We'll talk about that. The Mavericks barely getting a win against the Spurs and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network letting it ride oh the Dallas Mavericks get a win, but it almost wasn't. It almost was. This team is causing me to drink. Is it New Year's Eve or is it just this team? I don't know. Oh. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day and every post game. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know. We're going to do a best of 2022 episode with me and Isaac when he's back. Give me in the comment section of this video what's something you're always going to remember from 2022. Maybe not the best moment. We're going to do like all the moments of 2022, rank them. So give me in this comment section, give me the some of the best moments of 2022. Something you're always going to remember. Let me know. Holy cow, the Dallas Mavericks find a way to win in a game where they never should have not won ever against the Spurs. They win 126 to 125 again on Aluka. First of all, a heater. But then Aluka missed intentional free throw. Like, oh my gosh. And we got another good soundbite from Popovich before this game. This was uh, after Luka's 60-point game against the Knicks. Greg Popovich was asked in preview of this game, said, you know, what are your thoughts on what Luka's doing and all that? And Popovich said, we're holding Luka under 50. Bangs the table and says, We're holding Luca. We're holding Luca under 50. Under 50. And then I'm sure he went back to drink some of his wine because he's a big, he's a big wine guy. And was like, I don't know how we're holding Luca under 50. And guess what? They didn't. Luka Doncic, another 50-point game. He is just on a tear right now. This is one of these games, or this is one of these stretches for Luca that feels like probably like Wilt's whole career, but also feels like that Kobe run. In 2006, where he's just going off and has the 81-point game in there and has, like, these incredible moments and has just this stretch where nobody can touch him. Last five games for Luka, the stats are all over Twitter. It's all over the place. But last five games, here are just the point totals. Mavericks have six wins, but in the Mavs' last five wins, Luka has 51, 35, 60, 32, and 50. Three 50-point games in the last five. He's averaging in the last five games. 46 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, two and a half steals. He's just playing an incredible basketball right now. He's just doing what nobody else in the league can do right now, or honestly is being asked to do. Jason Kidd said after the game, you know, Luka bails us out again. He did. Mavericks couldn't come up with any rebounds in the, at the end of this game in the fourth quarter. Luka Doncic gets three. Gets an offensive rebound, then gets a re, then gets, you know, the intentional Missed that. That was the offensive rebound that he got late in the game. Got big defensive rebound. Like he's just doing everything for this team. Luca bails him out again. The Mavericks are they're not healthy right now. They're missing three of their best defensive players. 
And so that and then when they were already kind of shaky as it is, and so they have just this formula where they're like, all right, we just gotta outscore guys now because we can't we literally cannot put in our defensive players. They're all out. Maxi Kleba, Dorian Finney Smith, Josh Green. The only one is Bullock. And you're just like, okay, Luca, go do your thing. And Luca has gone and done that thing. He's been doing it. And he's been doing it in, in incredible ways with incredible efficiency too. Like even just these last, like just these last five games where he's been on this heater that I was just talking about. 60% from the field, 50% from three, 73% from the line, only three turnovers. He's shooting 25 times a game, 10 assists, and only two, and only three turnovers. That's that's incredible. We're watching we're watching history right now. We're watching a player that we have never seen in the NBA before. According to e, uh, according to NBA, like the NBA history account on Twitter, Luka Doncic is the first player in NBA history to total 250 points, 50 rebounds, and 50 assists in a five game span. Wilt didn't do it. Oscar Robertson didn't do it. Westbrook didn't do it. Like all these guys that have just got a ton of numbers, that have just racked up numbers. He's the first player in NBA history, 250 plus points, 50 plus rebounds, 50 plus assists in five games. Woo! She. That's now that's something to drink to. He's been amazing. Luka Doncic has to be the player of the month, I think. Was the player of the week last week. He's just doing stuff that no one else can do. And you look at even some of these, like some of the other players in the NBA, and you're like, man, if these, <laughs> Lucas should be the best player in the, like considered the best player in the NBA with these kind of numbers, what he's doing right now, what he's doing for his team right now. And the fact that there still can be debate about Giannis, about Jokic, about Durant. Less, but but still about Embiid, maybe Tatum. Like that. The NBA is in a crazy place right now. But Luka Doncic, I think it right now is, is he's leading the way. Probably by by Monday or at least maybe tomorrow, he's going to be number one MVP again. He's still gonna he's gonna be up there. Like he's just in full view of everybody right now. Everybody is just watching what um what Luka Doncic is doing right now, and they should be willing this team to these wins now. You can be concerned about how Luka has to have these Herculean efforts against a Knicks team without Brunson and Barrett, a Spurs team, a Rockets team, like you know, Timberwolves team without Towns. You know, it's just like, man, he's got to go off on some of these crazy games. And yeah, he does. And he is right now. But at least the Mavericks are doing it. And now the Mavericks are in a situation where, hey, 11 days ago, the Mavericks were 10th in the West. December 20th, the Mavericks were 10th in the West. They were 15 and 16. Much like they were last year, they were 16 and 18 to start the season. They were 15 and 16, 10th in the West. And now, on December 31st, when I'm talking to you right now, they're 21 and 16, and they're 4th in the West. Thanks to Luka, thanks to the, you know, the Mavericks changing to, like, lean into completely into offense. Mavericks, and, and, a, and a light schedule. Probably thanks to the light schedule more than anything. The Mavericks are are now back in fourth place, in sole possession of fourth place. The Clippers and the Kings are right behind them. And the, even the Suns are like right, right behind them. A game, half game back from the Mavs. But they're still fourth. Like, they're right there. The West is wide open. Are you scared of the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, even this Clippers team? Like, are you scared of any of these teams? You start looking at them and you're like, the Mavericks make one more move and you're feeling, you're feeling pretty good about some of these teams in a playoff series. 
And if the Mavericks hit threes, they can beat any, they can beat anybody, it feels like. So you're looking at this team right now, what Luka is doing, the level that he's at. He can will any team to win any game, it seems like. And we're getting to watch it. We're getting to witness it. He's just been insane over the last stretch of games here. 50 po- 51 points in this one, six boards, nine assists. He takes 10 threes, but they get a win. So there's, there's Isaac's stat right there. Missed six free throws. That was the that's the hard one. That's the one where you look and you're like, ugh, gotta get those. But he's he's just exhausted. You could see him in the post game. Uh, my wife was was sitting next to me while they were showing the post game, and she's like, he's so tired. He's so sweaty. Why are they making him answer all these questions late? Like right after he just played. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is a pretty good point. Blake Griffin has a pretty good stand up bit about about that like what if they came to your job right after you made a huge decision or whatever and you had to like you know imagine running on a treadmill or right after you work out and then asking answering like really specific questions about stuff but Luca looked gassed you could tell in his face you could tell that he shouldn't have to play 37 minutes take 29 shots play as hard as he did get the most rebounds (laughs) like all that against this Spurs team who had just been awful (laughs) just just off the Spurs team uh, started the season five and two, and since that that start, they are the 29th. Or here, let me let me find the actual stat because it's just crazy to hear about. Uh, started five and two, the Spurs did. Since then, they are seven and 21. In that stretch, since their awesome start, they're 29th in offense, 30th in defense. <laughs> this team, 29th in offense, should not be able to do what they did to the Mavericks in this game tonight. Uh, but Luca had to step up. He had to go on a heater. And hey, guess what, Pop? We're holding Luca under 50. It didn't work. <laughs> didn't hold Luca to 50. Coming up, let's get into uh, let's get into how the Mavericks won this game, and then we'll talk about where the Mavericks are in the standings and all that. Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you something quickly. This is this is great for for New Year's. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. The evening comes to an end. People start to head out. You think about calling for a ride, and then you're like you know what? I live nearby. I can make it home. It's fine. Like I don't need to call for a ride. What are the odds you're going to get pulled over anyway? Even so, what's the worst that can happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car or you can hurt somebody. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, this doesn't stop everybody from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe and plan ahead. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Isaac. Oh my goodness. Maybe just the whole bottle. Maybe. This game was ridiculous. The Mavericks in this game scored 126 points and barely got this win. They could score at will whenever they wanted to, it seemed like. The Mavericks were uh, at, at, had a 17-point lead. Felt like they were running them off the floor. Felt like, okay, here's where, the, here's where they're going to pull ahead. Here's where they're going to create separation. Never really happened. You're just waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting for the Mavericks to finally just go on a run. The thing is, they can't right now. They can't go on these runs that they've been on in the past because it takes stops. They can't get any stops. And so then what you're and then they don't get fast break points because they don't get stops and you know and, and they don't get fast break points even if they do get stops. So you're like, all right, we're either gonna hit a ton of threes and just outshoot the other team, and that's how we go on runs, or 
they just the other team just misses a ton of shots, which is what happened like in the third quarter. Mavericks made 12 straight shots. The Spurs were missing some shots. And then all of a sudden they had a 17-point lead. You're looking at it, you're like, oh, okay, this is how the Mavericks will pull away. But it's not sustainable. Like it's not sustainable for the Mavericks to play that level of offense and the Spurs to uh to cool down as much as they did. Um the Spurs had a really weird game in this one. They had guy like Jeremy Sohan was was shooting really well, and he's not a good shooter. And Kelton Johnson was awesome, which is not weird. But uh, so you look at this Mavericks team, and you're like, all right, they're not creating separation, or they did create separation, and the Spurs snuck back into it. The Mavericks were not fully in, in it. It just didn't seem like they had a lot of guys that were playing hard in this game. The guys that were around, Luca was the one seemed like he was really playing hard. <laughs> um. Thought it was a really good Christian Wood game at the beginning for the most part. Christian Wood finishes game with 25 points, seven boards, two assists. Jason Kidd was really hesitant to play him in the second half. Um, Christian Wood, like Luca, Luca and Tim Hardaway played 20 minutes. Christian Wood played 14 minutes in the second half. In the fourth quarter, I think he was he was only uh he only played six minutes. And so you're like, okay, he just didn't seem to this is this is when Isaac and I talk about Luca or Jason Kidd doesn't trust Christian Wood. These are the moments. We're like, all right, who are you going to close this game with? Got to get some stops. Got to get some buckets. Who do you trust in moments like this? And it didn't seem to be Christian Wood at this point. And it's not like he was in foul trouble. He had three fouls. It's not like he was really turnover prone either. He had one turnover, which was that really dumb travel at the beginning of the game. I didn't think that, like, don't call that. Come on. You don't call the game, like, that weird travel where he just, like, steps one foot and the other. He catches the ball, steps one foot and another. Like, it's... I think that's dumb because it doesn't really affect the game. So I thought that was a dumb call. Um, and then he only had a couple of fouls here and there. But the Spurs were just scoring at the rim at will. 64 points in the paint. Guys weren't getting stops in the perimeter. How many did Christian Wood have one block in this game, but he wasn't getting to shots as easily as he has been the last couple of games where he's been good around the rim. And the what was the what did the Mavericks finish their <laughs> their defensive rating because at halftime Mavs defensive rating was 139.1 points per 100 possessions that's bad that's 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 awful that's like get you getting blown out the Mavericks actually finished this game with 134.4 defensive rating which is just so bad to a team that only scores 109 points per 100 possessions on average the Spurs to allow that it just shows how bad the defense is. So the Spurs score 109 points per 100 possessions on average. The Mavericks allowed 134 points per 100 possessions in this game. That's how bad their defense was. Some of the worst defending we've seen from this Mavericks team all season. And it's not it's not that surprising when you have like Luka out there who's doing everything on the other end. He can get steals, but he's not super interested in defense like playing lockdown playoff defense all the time and can't really because of uh, conditioning and just because as a human you you can't do that uh with Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway, Dinwiddie. Like those are your those are four of your starters. It's really hard to create stops. It's really hard to like really be connected and, and defend the way that the Mavericks want to. And then they put in like Davis, they put in McKinley Wright who's new. They put in Dwight Powell, they put in Franklin Aquino. Like that's their rotation in this game. There's just not enough good defenders, solid defenders enough in this NBA even with the scheme the Mavericks are playing. To play good enough defense. Even on the Spurs team, NBA players are good enough to score against players like that. Mavericks come down to the end. and What an what an insane ending. <laughs> Mavericks were up by... They were up by 10 early in the fourth quarter. 
And the Spurs just kind of whittled away, whittled away, whittled away at this at this uh at this lead in the fourth quarter. Luca checks back in. About eight minutes. Mavericks are up nine. And you're like, okay, here's where they're gonna pull ahead. But like I said earlier, if you don't get stops, you can't really pull ahead, even if the Mavericks are scoring. They get it down like San Antonio goes on a 12 to 6 start to the fourth quarter. The Mavericks are getting Mavericks have zero rebounds. The Mavericks got their first rebound of the fourth quarter at four minutes and 53 seconds. Now, I know that some of you are going to comment, Isaac doesn't, Isaac said he doesn't care about, about, about rebounds. You know, Isaac said he doesn't care about rebounds. Twitter isn't the coach. Well, he does care about rebounds if you're just not getting any. If you're getting if you're just getting destroyed, and especially like in this fourth quarter, if the, the Spurs are getting that many offensive rebounds, the Spurs got five offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. That's what kills you. Hilton Isaac will always say that like you get destroyed on the offensive rebounds, you're gonna, you're gonna get destroyed. Okay, my dog was was freaking out. It's New Year's Eve, fireworks are going off, and he's just going nuts. <laughs> he's going nuts downstairs. So, all right. Mavericks get their first rebound at the four, about the five minute mark in the in the you know the fourth quarter. That's brutal. Like that's just awful for the Mavericks. They're just and that's all effort because the Mavericks don't have guys. They tried to go get Javale McGee to, to get a good rebounder. They tried with Christian Wood maybe to get a guy that's just talented at getting rebounds. But when you don't have those guys and you don't have those guys on the on the court, you just you gotta have effort. It's gotta be boxing out. It's gotta be trying harder. And there was no effort there. There was no effort there from the Mavericks. It was it was low key embarrassing for the Mavericks to not have any rebounds like that in the four, in the fourth quarter. They got out out rebounded sixteen to five in the fourth quarter. Now that's a rebound advantage that even Isaac would admit is bad. Now for the game, Mavericks got out rebounded forty six to twenty six or forty eight to twenty six and still won the game. So you can still find wins, but if you're getting destroyed on the rebounds like that. And, every, and other things aren't going well for you either, then that's when you have a big problem. Man. <laughs> you get down to the last couple of minutes. Three minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. That's when, when Jason Kidd takes out Christian Wood and puts in Dwight Powell. That was an interesting move, I thought. That's one that perked my ears up, and I was like, oh, wait. We kind of talked about this with, with Jason Kidd trusting Christian Wood, and here we go. Get a couple more rebounds from the Spurs. Just at the two-minute mark, the Spurs got two offensive rebounds that led to a, a Jakob Pertle push shot around the free throw line, and you're just like, "Oh, really? Really? They're they're gonna they're gonna come back like this? They're down. Mavs are only up by two at this point. Um, minute left. Mavericks are up by one. <laughs> Luca passes up a wide open mid range shot. Tries to dribble around a little bit. Try to get a better shot. Misses a contested shot. Then he gets a steal. Frank Nilakina hits a three from a swing pass from Christian Wood, who got back in the game. A really good uh, ball movement possession from the Mavericks. Mavericks are up by three now. Then you go to the other end. Jeremy Sohan gets fouled. He hits two free throws, and the Mavericks are up by one. One up by one with 20 seconds left. Then this was the sequence that has everyone up in arms, and it should. 20 seconds left. Tim Hardaway Jr. inbounds the ball. Luka Doncic is trapped by two players. So he kicks it over back over to Tim Hardaway, who's just like still right by the baseline. Tim tries to dribble out of it and just getting smothered by a Spurs player. And then another Spurs player comes uh, and Tim's just trying to get over half court because they have to get over because of the eight second rule. And he's trying, he's trying, he's trying. He falls down. The ball is just like, it's like not fully in his hands. He doesn't really fully have possession of it. Seems like 
He falls down. The Spurs steal the ball. Sohan then misses the layup. Luka runs back to contest it. Sohan misses the layup. Frank Nilakina gets the rebound. Then the Mavericks call a timeout. And you're just looking at this whole possession, this whole sequence. Luka goes to the to the bench. He's freaking out. He, Why are you calling a timeout? Why didn't you call a timeout? He's yelling timeout while he's going to the bench. He's just screaming it at anyone. And he was either yelling at Kid for not calling the timeout when Tim was struggling with the ball, even before he got over half court. Like, call the timeout then. You're up by one. There's like 20 seconds left. If Tim can't get the ball over half court, all of a sudden that's a turnover, like an unforced turnover that you could just call a timeout there. Or when Tim got over half court and he fell down, call a timeout then when they had the ball, when they still had the ball. So Luca didn't have to run back on defense. And then... Then Frank gets the, the the rebound and the Spurs are going to foul anyway. So why did you call a timeout then? It was just such a weird possession, weird sequence, a wild sequence for the Mavericks. And I I don't know. These are these are the moments right now where you start to question coaching. All right, what well, what are we doing? What's the what what was the play there? What was the plan? What was the thought? And you're curious what I really want to know. He'll never tell us. He'll never tell us the public or the media or whatever what Luca thinks about coaching decisions like that late in games. His face will tell you. He was frustrated, but not. But I don't know at who. Was it at Tim for not calling the timeout? Was it the refs for not calling a, a foul? Because Tim was, was getting roughed up pretty good there walk, running across the half-court line. But anyway, the Mavs end up calling that timeout after Frank gets that rebound. Luca gets the, the ball out of the, um, out of the inbounds. He gets fouled. Hits both of his free throws. Clutch free throws. Again, doing it all, but clutch free throws. That ended up being... We're holding Luke under 50. That ended up being his 50 and 51st points. Mavericks are up by three now with four seconds left. You're st- you breathe a sigh of relief a little bit. Spurs almost get an inbound violation. Mavericks foul really quickly before the shot, which was good. And then... <laughs> Spurs, what do they do? They make the, they make the first free throw, and then they miss the second one, and Davis Bertans is in there for rebounding. And you're this is when you realize how down bad the Mavericks roster is at times. That Davis Bertans is in there for rebounding because JaVale was out, and because JaVale was sick in this game, and Dwight Powell was was struggling with, with foul trouble. What did he finish with? Yeah, he, he fouled out. And then... Um, Maxi is out and Dorian's out. And you're just like, you're just running down, running on steam right now. And none of their young players are bigs. And so you're, he, he, then Davis Bertans fouls on the rebound. You're like, oh, fine. Like something, another thing with Mavericks rebounding ends up being bad. Trey Jones goes to the free throw line. Mavericks are up two, hits the first one, misses the second one. Just, just the biggest, biggest miss of that guy's young career in the NBA so far. And Luca gets the rebound. He gets fouled. He misses the first one. And then he intentionally misses the second one. Luca's second intentional miss in three games that ends up perfectly right back to him. That's the offensive rebound that he gets. And that ends the game. And then you just breathe a sigh of relief, pick up your cup, and just be thankful the Mavs got, got away with a win. And so now you look at this last stretch here. And you're like, okay, well, this has been a really bad stretch of teams the Mavericks have played. Minnesota's been struggling. They didn't have Towns. Houston's bad. Lakers are bad. New York has been struggling. They also didn't have Brunson, didn't have uh, R.J. Barrett after the first minute and a half of the game. Rockets again. 
and then the Spurs, and now you have the Rockets again on Monday. Kind of feels like a must win <laughs> because all these all these bad teams are must win games. They have the Rockets on Monday, and then you have this stretch of games coming up: Boston, New Orleans, uh, the Thunder, then Clippers, Lakers again, and then Blazers twice. And you're like, okay, that's a good stretch of games to test. What is this team? And we don't know about the guys hurt. Maxie's not coming back. Doesn't sound like Dorian is coming back. May come back in that stretch. Josh Green has not started full contact stuff yet. And you're just, ooh, the Mavericks are just are sucking wind right now with, with some of these guys, especially the defenders. So a lot is going to be on Dinwiddie. A lot is going to be on Christian Wood or somebody else to step up. If Because Luka can't keep up 50 points a game <laughs> for the next stretch here especially against these good teams so we'll be watching it we'll have locked on Mavs after every single game always after post games and then five days a week during the week as well let us know in the comment section below what's something you'll always remember from 2022 we're going to do a a episode about that about the best moments 2022 at the beginning of next week so we'll talk about all that guys thanks so much for listening to locked on Mavs peace out boom